win or lose, are we feeling the love this morning? Well, now that we've had time to sleep on it, let's talk about it. It's time for Monday Morning Quarterback on WTMJ Now. Good morning. I'm Sandy Max. Special guest co-host today is Peggy Williams-Smith, president and CEO of Visit Milwaukee. How are you? I am great. Good morning. Good to be with you. I'm so glad you're here. I am, too. Thanks for starting your week off with us. Absolutely. And it uh, would have been more fun if we were coming off of a Packers win. It would have been, yes. We welcome to the show our Monday morning quarterback co-host, Brandon Snide. Brandon, how are you this morning? Good morning, ladies. I am excellent. How are you doing? Good, but I didn't know if uh, you were going to be so excellent, considering you are uh, the uh, biggest Packers fan of the three of us. I know Peggy <laughs> Peggy knows her stuff, but uh, you're the one who will pace around in your home and yell at the screen and, and that sort of thing. So yes. when the team loses by one, just one point, uh, after a not-so-stellar second half, I have to think you have opinions, Brandon. Uh, well, Sandy, I always have opinions about everything and <laughs> Related to the Packers, so yes, I, no, you know it's it sucks, right? It's a, it, you, you never want to to lose. Losing's never fun, you know all the cliches out there. But um, for me, I'm I came into the season looking for progression, growth from Jordan Love, um, and I and I think after last night, after yesterday's game, I, I, he's made another step into the right direction to be the future uh, at the, of the quarterback at the, in Green Bay, and I just think that. Yeah, you want to win every game. You know, if you would have told me we're going to win, we're going to be one and one to start the season, two games in, two games on the road, and Jordan Love's going to lead the NFL in passing touchdowns and passer rating. He has six touchdowns right now. His passer rating's uh, just over 118. I would have signed up for that every day that ends in Y. That's excellent to me. I mean, it, I mean, it just is. Like, yeah, you want you want to win every game, but let's be realistic. This is a very young roster. This is a roster that's probably not going to contend for a Super Bowl just yet. And you just want to see the younger guys, the youngest team in the NFL, keep in mind, make progress into the right direction. And yes, Sunday was a tough loss. One point, you mentioned it. I was not thrilled, but they're learning how to win still. You know, they're, they're all a fairly newer team outside of the defense, you know, on offense mostly. And they're learning how to play with each other and how to win those close games. And who knows, maybe in a few weeks they'll win by one point and there'll be something they learned by losing in Atlanta by one point. Well, that loss could have been by more because I, everyone where I was, I was watching at uh, water street brewery in Oak Creek and everybody pretty much thought that that one touchdown was not going to get reversed because home field oh, in yeah, Atlanta. The the yeah. With the toes and the heels <laughs> yeah. on the, on the white bit there, um, I think a lot of people thought, eh, it's at the Falcons at home. They're going to get it. So I feel like maybe they had a chip on their shoulder the rest of the game to get that touchdown back. So let me ask you, let me ask you this, Sandy, since you uh, asked me about my feelings, what was the mood? What was the vibe at Water Street Brewery following that loss? Was it like maybe upbeat? Was it, was it quiet? Where I was, it was, it got quiet. I, I was at a, a local tavern. It got quiet after <laughs> the loss. You know, it was loud during the game, and then it, it suddenly just went down. But what was the vibe where you were at? It did not dampen the spirits. I think everybody was just happy that it was a good game, not an embarrassment. Sure. Sure, disappointing not to have come out strong the second half. But, no, it did not cast a pall over the afternoon. Nobody was throwing money around or 
slamming beer beer steins down. Everybody was happy. Peggy, where were you watching? How was the vibe there? I was watching at home. Yeah, it was not a good vibe. My oh. husband was very angry with the defense, so he he was. He was giving me notes to talk about all day. He's like, you need to make sure just to tell them that the defense needs to adjust. <laughs> so it was it was not a good vibe. There was jumping and yelling at the end. Mm-hmm. And I, I think feel that's like under- I can watch a game in that house. See, I was going to say that is the vibe that I usually get from Brandon. I do agree, though. That's that, usually yeah. that Jordan Love looked amazing. I think you are absolutely right on what you are saying for this season. And I'm actually excited to watch Packers games again. Well, that's saying something. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I completely agree with that. That's And that's a great point that you make, Peggy, because that's how I am. For, for the last 10 years with Aaron Rodgers, you lived and died on every snap, right? Every throw, because the expectations in Green Bay where you need to win a Super Bowl or it's considered a quote-unquote bust of a season, right? Like your expectations with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback were so so high that you it was it was stressful it wasn't even fun to watch a Packers because you were so stressed out and now this year it's like okay let's let's sit back let's open a a beer let's you know have family and friends over let's go out to Water Street Brewery and let's enjoy the Packers let's see what the kids have because they are young and they're going to learn and there's going to be ups and downs and it's a roller coaster season and like I tweeted out on Twitter just buckle up and enjoy it have fun more of what we learned from yesterday's one-point loss to the Atlanta Falcons. More Packers talk on Monday Morning Quarterback next. Brandon Snide is on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline, joining us with his sports expertise. I'm Sandy Max. Steve Scafidi will be back tomorrow. And in the meantime, we have... Visit Milwaukee's president and CEO, Peggy Williams-Smith, in the studio with us. And uh, we were describing the different places that we watched the game and whether or not the spirits were dampened at the end of the game. And we did get on the uh, old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. Bob and Greenfield checked in and said uh, they were watching it at the Bavarian Beer Garden Inn in Glendale. Nothing dampened their spirits. Go pack. <laughs> so that was the, awesome. that was the right vibe to be at. But... Uh, but Brandon, you said it got kind of pretty quiet where you were at the bar you were at, and uh, Peggy, uh, the man of the house, was none too pleased. He was not. No, <laughs> he couldn't switch it off because he knew I was going to be on this morning. Typically, typically he'll switch it to golf. Oh, really? If he starts to feel angry with the game. <laughs> but he knew you Peggy, needed to do Peggy, your research. Me... Peggy, I have a question for you. Yes, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. When when a Packers lose. And his mood, right, dampened. How long does that mood stay dampened? Because I have I have to look into myself, and, and I've, been, I've been a little bit better at snapping out of it following a loss. Like an hour after the game, I'm like, okay, you know, back to reality, get the kids ready for school. Does it linger into his Monday? Does he snap out of it pretty quickly? Or is it, uh, is it stick with him until maybe the next week or so? Never that long. He turned on the Brewers game. Brewers are doing well. I think, I mean, I know they lost yesterday, but that snapped him out of it. And I wouldn't know. He was still sleeping when I left the house this morning. <laughs> okay. Well, good yeah. it, is, it is good to soak, our, soak ourselves in the Brewers, though. Then it's, it's still, uh, what's lucky number seven is the magic number right now? It is. That's seven. correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else did you learn, Brandon, from watching yesterday's game that you want to keep your eye on for the return to Lambeau next Sunday? That the defense, Sandy, for the last 84 years has been the same defense that it always will be. Just non, <laughs> like there's nothing there. I mean, it's just, 
The Atlanta Falcons rushed for, I think that, well, they didn't rush for that. A total of 466 yards in that game. I mean, no adjustments were made throughout the course of the game. I mean, it just, it felt like a team where they also have a young, inexperienced quarterback under center, Desmond Ritter. Um, and it felt like the Green Bay Packers could have exploited that a little bit and, and, and played them a little bit tougher in the box, meaning play to stop the run and not necessarily play to stop the pass. They dropped a couple of interceptions, which would have completely changed the outlook of this game. And you're looking at probably a 2-0 and Packers team coming into Lambeau Field. But it's the defense. It's the same, the same old same with the defense. It's just it's frustrating to watch. Peggy's uh, husband left her a note about it. The, the, the inept to make adjustments throughout the course of a game based on your opponents is something that I'll just I, I won't understand. And I'm never gonna, I don't like calling for you know, people to be fired. I know I have before, but like I don't know what the Packers saw in defensive coordinator Joe Barry last season to be like, yeah, we're gonna bring you back for another year. It's the same defense. I mean, you can't. It's hard to win games when you're giving up the amount of rushing yards they've given up to a running back, a rookie running back in week two. It's just, uh, it's frustrating. So look for that, you know, going into week three, but it's it's tough to say, you know, that, that, that anything's going to change because over the last handful of years under Matt LaFleur, it's been the same defense. Now, Joe Barry hasn't been the, the same, it hasn't been the same coordinator under Matt LaFleur. He's had a few different ones, but it's been the same defense. And Matt LaFleur after his game was, was irritated with the defense. I mean, he had some short responses to questions from the, uh, from the media yesterday. He was none too thrilled with that defense who, again, we can talk about the, the, you know, the young players, the, most of them are on, on offense, right? Jordan love, all the receivers, the tight end, Luke Musgrave, the defense is not Sandy and Peggy. They are loaded with first round draft picks eight to be exact in the last five years. And a lot of money, a lot of all pros over there. A lot of guys that made pro bowl, there's no reason, absolutely no reason, that this defense should be as bad as it is. Peggy, were there any other uh, notes to lump onto that? Or <laughs> It was all about the defense in my house, all about the defense. So do you think uh, your husband's also calling for Barry to be walked out the door? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. I don't, I don't yeah. think you necessarily. I don't think it necessarily needs to be, you know, fired right now. But it's you got to look at it, and at some point, what's the common denominator, right? If you got all pro players, meaning the best players at their position, there's only four of them selected at all year, and you have one at almost every level, right? Kenny Clark at the defensive line, Devondre Campbell at linebacker, Jair Alexander in the secondary at every level. You have a guy who's at one point in the last two to three years has been labeled as the best. Why does that unit suffer so much? Why does it continue to be unsuccessful year in and year out, week in and week out for a team that has put way too much money, way too much time and way too much draft assets into it? Something else has got to be the problem. And if it's not the players, you got to point the finger somewhere else. We've got a couple of interesting comments on the old National Bank talk and text line. You can join in 855-616-1620. And I will also share um, how I met the woman with one of the most unique Packers jerseys. Well, actually, it's a player's jersey that features four different teams. I've never seen one like it before. I'll share that on Monday morning quarterback. Stay with us. Jordan Love in this situation. I'm Sandy Max. Steve Scafidi will be back tomorrow. It's Brandon Snide on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline, lending his sports expertise.
for every episode of Monday Morning Quarterback. And special guest co-host today is the Visit Milwaukee president and CEO, Peggy Williams-Smith. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Peggy's wearing green. (laughs) You're keeping the spirit going. Not going to let just one loss in the season so far dampen your spirits. And Brandon, I wanted to say uh, that on the Old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620, Old National Bank, get old. Uh, uh, Scott and Madison texted in that, yes, the Packers lost, but... So did everyone else in the North. We're in the right division to be young. Do you agree with that? That's that's an excellent point. And again, I, I said it before. You know, if this before the season started, people said, "Hey, you're going to be one and one." Your first two games. Keep in mind, though, too, the Packers have played their first two games with a whole new team, essentially on offense, on the road, on the road, which is very hard to do at Chicago, very loud at Atlanta, very, very, very loud. A tough environment for a young team, and they could be 2-0. Yes, they could be 2-0. However, you're seeing the progress out of only just two weeks, a promising start to a new regime under center. And I think Scott, and if I have the name right, Scott Madison, that mm-hmm. is correct. Like it is, it, is, it is encouraging because the Bears are still the Bears. Um, nothing makes me smile more. Well, a Packers win makes me smile more. But when the Bears lose, I smile just a little bit more. Um you I, know, think, and the Vikings, I don't think you're alone in that. <laughs> and the Vikings are 0-2, Sandy. Can you believe that? A team that won the division last year, they have yet to win a game, and then it's the Lions 1-1, and and the Packers will play a good litmus test for this Packers team. Two weeks, well, I think it's like 10 days from now, uh, the Packers play in Green Bay hosting the Lions on a Thursday night game. So that week four could be a big week for the Packers. But Scott's absolutely right. It's a tough division. Um, to win, and, you know, it could be the Packers' year to do it because nobody else seems to really want it. Well, and, you know, part of my excitement is being around the fans to watch these games and and getting that litmus test of were people really bummed out or were people rolling with the flow and what really is the sense check on Jordan Love, as you just heard the music that our producer Charlie just played. And, uh, you know, last week I got heckled by our WTMJ teammate Bob Brainer because I ate chicken tenders instead of chicken wings. So this time I sought out the steak bites at uh, Water Street Brewery and I did what I could. I had a victory amber. So I did oh, what I could. From, other than being suited up on the field to to encourage a good win. But you know how it is when uh, you're maybe looking for the right place to go to watch the Packers game. When I pulled up to Water Street Brewery in Oak Creek, Brandon, there was a green Equinox, Packers green, with huge Packers stickers on the side. And I thought, these are my people. This is going to be a fun place to watch it. <laughs> so then I was on a mission. I'm like, I have to meet who drives this car. Who drives this car? So I met the Millers. And uh, this is Ernie Miller descri- describing his wife's car. Oh, my name is Ernie. I am from Oak Creek. And my wife has been a Packer fan for a long, long time. And her first Packer vehicle was a Volkswagen Bug, which had all sorts of stickers on it, all sorts of things hanging on the inside. Oh, my gosh. What year? What color was it? It was, well, it was a silver. It was a 2003, which she had for about 15 years. And she decided that we needed to get a different vehicle. So now she's got the the Equinox, which of course is Packer Green, yes. which we had to order from Minnesota and have brought down here. <laughs> and so, of course, this time of year now it has all the stickers, as you've seen, on the outside. But on the inside, there's beads hanging. There are little guys on the dashboard that are Packer guys, of course. Oh, my gosh. So, yes, she is the consummate Packer fan. 
complete with earrings, T-shirts, generally nails. And wait a minute, you got to know what Karen was wearing. I got a good look at her jersey, and it freaked me out at first because <laughs> it was a number four jersey, but it was half Packers and half Atlanta. And she had a hoodie on. So I was like, did oh. you get this made just for this game? And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. She stood up and did a spin, and I tweeted out the video of her taking a spin. It is a Favre jersey with all four teams that he played for. So Atlanta, 91, then the Packers, then there's a wow. Jets, then there's a slice of Vikings. So, yeah, she was she was all in, and uh, a great story about the jersey is she used to be a server at George Webb's, the one on Howell by the airport, for like 25 years. And a group of customers gave her that jersey because she loved Favre so much. I think it's so what a, you're saying is she's a Favre fan. Oh yeah, this <laughs> this is what she said about Favre. Karen, tell me what it was about Brett Favre that just drew you to him. He was. Oh, I'm so sorry. Let's try it again. Karen, tell me what it was about Brett Favre that just drew you to him. He was fun to watch. He was just like a little kid, and he enjoyed playing. So that she just fell for him. I think it's amazing that the car, the green car, came from Minnesota. <laughs> I thought that was funny, too. <laughs> she went there. So now you might be wondering, since she was such a Favre fan, she didn't have any trash talk for Aaron Rodgers, but I did have to ask her, what does Karen Miller, Super Packers fan, think of Jordan Love? I think he's going to do well. I think he's going to be just as good as Rodgers. There we go. I like to hear that. It's your- not better. Woo. So you heard it there. There you go. I like that. <laughs> that's from, now that along with Peggy's husband, I can watch a game with that's Karen and Ernie. Like smart fan. I like that. <laughs> you know where to find them. And it was, so it, it really is fun to amp up the the Packers experience when you do it socially. So, uh, Brandon, where are you going to be watching Sunday's game? Oh, um, from the field, actually. I'll be, I'll be working the game. So I'll be there um, Sunday afternoon, a noon kickoff, my favorite time to kickoff. Every game, Sandy, should be played at noon. Do we agree? I don't hate that. You wake up, you have some, you wake up, you have some coffee, you know, have breakfast, you know, boom, football's on, done by three o'clock, your Sunday night, you're cruising to Monday and, and starting the week, hopefully out with a W, but I'll be at Lambeau Field. I, I work uh, for uh, Fox Sports, so I'll be there. Um on the field watching Jordan Love, and it's for, I'm curious to see the reaction from the home crowd when Jordan Love comes out of that tunnel, when he's introduced um, by the big boy Sky, coming onto Lambeau Field for the first time. Keep in mind, it's the first time since 2008 that a different starting quarterback will roll out of that tunnel for a home opener. So it's, it's going to be I'm, – I'm curious. I'm very I, – I think I know the reaction he's going to get. Um, I think it's going to be very loud and, and supportive of Jordan Love. I was there on family night where they were interviewing him on the field and they had to stop the interview because the fans were standing up and cheering for him. So they've got his back, um, but I will be at Lambeau Field. I'll be there all weekend, so it should be a fun time, good atmosphere, live music, and which I think, Sandy, you, could, you, you would appreciate. Yeah, you're going to be there at some magic moments. Well, we look forward to checking in with you again next Monday for Monday Morning Quarterback. Brandon Snyde on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. Thank you.